Welcome to the Tony Elumelu Foundation Audio Stories on Entrepreneurship in Africa. Hello, everybody. You're welcome to another session of the TF Audio Stories. Today, we're going to be having a one-on-one session with Oluwa Tony Adelanwa. Please, can you tell me about your business, Zero Dirt? Um, well, I would have called it a cleaning service. But what we try to do is we're selling you relaxation time. Mm-hmm. You go online, you request, you book for cleaner, you give us the details of your house, your apartment, your space that needs to be cleaned. It could be a house, it could be office, it could mm-hmm. be maybe after an event. It could even be just a small house party and you need someone oh, to come okay. in and clean. So you go online, you give us the details and you get an instant quote and you get a cleaner in 24 hours max. So we can do same days as well. We've done that a couple of times, okay. but 24 hours max. Interesting. So how do I find you online? Because I can imagine there are other cleaning services. ZeroDirt.com.ng Okay, so once I go on ZeroDirt.com.ng, I just um, book what I need help for, put in my address, and then someone's going to reach out to me? Once you you key in ZeroDirt.com.ng, the website pops up. The first thing you see is, wouldn't you rather be sleeping? (laughs) Or um, why spend, you know, all of this time cleaning? Just it's, it sends that right message to you that you don't need to be doing this. And the people that we attract, the kind of customers that we attract, they understand where we're coming from and what we're offering, that we understand that pain point. Because you're in Lagos and Lagos is hard. It really is. I moved here um, two years ago and it was a shock. Where did you move from? I moved from Abuja where there's no traffic. There's no stress. The commute is smooth. So you have time to clean. You have time to do all these things. But for me, it was a shock for me in moving to Lagos. So I, um, I did that by myself with the commute, with the stress and everything. I had, I found that my weekends were always, you know, packed. I'd spend my Saturdays cleaning and then cooking for the week, for the coming week. Mm. And then I have just one day by myself, yeah, for myself. Exactly. And then, you know, if it so happens that on that weekend you have an event, then that's it. Oh There's no rest. So eventually, after doing this for, I would say, a year, I was speaking to a co-worker of mine that I needed time to rest. And then he said, oh, he had someone that comes in twice a week to clean. So I called her up and... um I noticed she was just an old lady looking for money to pay her kids' school fees and stuff. So I wasn't so sure if I wanted someone like that to come into my apartment. Mm -hmm. So I went online. I started looking at companies that, you know, offer these services. And um, at the time, I was living in a mini flat, which is a small living room, small bedroom, tiny kitchen, you know, in a bathroom. So it's not much space. And um, the first quote I got was 30K. And I'm like, 30,000 naira. If I could afford 30,000 naira, I wouldn't be living in a mini flat, you know, for cleaning. Mm -hmm. So um, I think the least I got on my apartment then was 20,000 naira. So I sat back and this was for one off. I sat back and I thought, okay, now I don't want to spend this money. And I'm thinking of making this a recurring thing Mm -hmm. now. I, I would love the comfort and the security that a company is offering me. But then I can't pay that price. But I would love the price point that this other lady is offering me. So um, I eventually went with the lady and, you know, we found a way around her cleaning when I'm around to supervise and the rest. But then 
what that did was now I had all this extra time. I could think. And then I thought, how can I, you know, find that sweet spot that I was looking for between the security that the company gives and then this price point that this lady is offering me? And that was literally how Zero Dirt was born. Oh, wow. Yes, just from having enough time, enough to, time to think. think. And I started thinking, there are a lot of people that have all these ideas, but you're stressed think. out. So that's how it was born. And um, by making the right partnerships, meeting with the right people, we're able to take care of security issues. We have um, private investigators doing background checks on our cleaners. We also ensure our services in case anything, you know, gets damaged or, mm-hmm. you know, gets lost in transit. We have everything covered. You have nothing to worry about. From offering those services, we started getting, as one-off cleanings, we started getting requests for recurring. Okay, I need okay. someone that comes weekly. Mm-hmm. I'm stressed out. I can't do this. So rather than paying, let's say you're paying um, 20K for a one-off cleaning. Now you have someone that's coming in once a week, it drastically reduces how yeah, much you pay. Exactly. You might even be paying roughly about that same amount in a month and you have that. And then we started thinking, okay, what else does this customer need? Um, for instance, you go in a home and you're cleaning leather seats. The same products you're using for that is not what you're using in a home that has fabric seats. And then some customers have allergies. They have preferences. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah, so what we did was we designed specific cleaning kits for all our recurring customers. So um, you just tell us your needs. From our first inspection, we also know what you require. And then we build those kits for you. And then we assign it to your home. Now, over time, when the cleaner comes and uses this, they deplete, we replenish them as they go. And you're paying that fixed price. Oh, yes. okay. That's good. When did you start the business? It would be a year in two weeks' time. Oh, awesome. Congratulations. So since you started this business, what has been the challenges you faced on your entrepreneurial journey? I would say recruitment. Mm, yes. I can that imagine. was hard. That was really hard, especially um, in the beginning because we started off testing the market. So the first six months was testing and then we were able to learn a lot from that, from just from the experience of, of um, doing that six months beta test. And we realized that it was recruitment was the most pressing issue that we had to deal with because you might have a cleaner just wake up and say, I'm not going to work. And the client is expecting you the next day. So you have short notice and you have to start juggling people around. Now you might have, five cleaners that are assigned to a job the next day. So you have to pull someone out, move this person there. The scheduling was always off. So that was one thing. And then just finding the right people that um, take initiative. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they find, they understand the value and the effect of their work. Mm-hmm. Now, passionate people, really. passionate people. And I would say not just passionate, but also empathetic people because they, under, they also understand, and you don't get that from a lot of Nigerian workers. They also understand that I'm working for someone and this person has expectations of me, regardless of what I am going through or what my problems are. I'm putting this customer first. And we didn't really, we do trainings and the rest, but not a lot of people absorb that culture. So it took us a while to find the right hands that I would say are born with it. Because right now we have, 
amazing people. I sit down after this, um, after the uh, 12-week training, yeah. I really sat down and I thought, because we had the session, we had a week where we, we, um, we went over recruitment, hiring, and creating the right um, benefits structure for your staff. And it really, it really dawned on me. And I said, from the experience that we've had in this one year, we've had terrible people come through. And in spite of that, we're able to find a few amazing people. So how do we, one, make them stay, of course, but two, also reward them? So we've built a reward system where um, our staff are rewarded based on the quality of the work that they do, one, also based on the referrals that we get. I'm proud to say that about 60%, probably more than that now, of um, our portfolio comes from referrals. So, and as much as we'd like to, um, we'd like to claim that as a, a positive for the company that, you know, we positioned ourselves well, we marketed ourselves well, we know we supplied the best products, we have this, we have that. In the end, it's the cleaner that's on the job, that's doing a good job, that spurred that person to say, you know what, I'm talking to my sister, I'm talking to my aunt. Let's do this. So we take credit for that, yes, but the cleaner also needs to be rewarded. rewarded yeah. So with every referral, we, we give um, the cleaner on that job that um, triggered the referral. We give them a bonus. And also, this really wasn't a part of the training, but it was just from the whole idea, the whole philosophy behind um, the Tony Olumelu Foundation. What we're looking at is setting up a fund for our cleaners. It's going to be called the Edu Fund. Okay. So a lot of people that we have now, they either have um, secondary school leaving certificates mm -hmm. and we don't even need to push them. These girls are driven. They come, oh, you know what? I can't. The first time I heard it was um, one of the cleaners called in and she said, um, I'm sending in my application. I need to do this. So I'm not going to get here on time. And I said, oh, application for what? She said she's trying to do a diploma, HND. And I was just, I was really proud that she took the initiative to better herself. Mm -hmm. Now she's cleaning and how much money are you really getting? And you're saving this to send yourself to school. So the idea was in as much as we're saying bonuses and all of that, how can we help you grow as a staff? So we create that fund. If you're going to school, if we have some um, mothers as well that are working for us, if you have kids that are going to school, the fund is really small now because, I mean, we're a startup too and we have other yeah. things. So what we're doing is if you need books, if you need emergency school fees with tuition, maybe we can pay, we can meet you halfway. Mm -hmm. But books, um, exam fees, things like that, we'll cater to it. We'll cater to that for you. Good. Exactly. Awesome. So that's if you've been with us for six months to a year. Oh. So that also makes them stay, stay because so we've had a whole lot of attrition, right? So that has also kept them, that would also keep them with us. So it, it works both ways for us. So that's what we're looking at. Okay, that's interesting. So when it comes to trying to get your customers, um, apart from referrals, is there any um, push strategy you have to get new customers on board? Yes. Um, referrals, I mean, we really don't have to do anything to get those. So this is free. Social media is paid 
a huge role in getting us a lot of customers. So in understanding who we're targeting, who our ideal customer is, we're able to tailor our ads and tailor our content to attract these people. So social media goes a long way. We also have, um, we're taking on sales executives as well. That's for the B2B space. Mm -hmm. So we can get in commercial cleaning contracts and the rest. That's how we get it. Flyers as well help with residential. They do, surprisingly. I've had, what we first did when we were testing was we did coupons at the end of the flyers that we had out. So you'd have people say, oh, I got your flyer and I have 10% off. So that's how we were able to track and realize that, okay, our flyers are actually working. Because most times with flyers, you can't track it. You don't know if it's working or not. So those coupons, people keep them and then they call and they say, okay, I have this coupon. I got it from here and here. Can I access, you know, can I get a cleaner? So flyers actually work. You do. Interesting. So, so far, how many staff do you have in, on board in terms of contract and permanent? Right now we have three permanent contracts. We have about six. Okay. So those six contracts are the ones who go around from house to house to do the cleanings. Yes. Okay. Interesting. In terms of setting up this business, because I can imagine there's a lot of people out there. There are a lot of people out there who want to, venture into the cleaning business and probably do not even have structure or do not even know who else has done it before. Um, Would you say from your work so far in the past one year, would you say it's a lucrative business for people to venture into in this part of Africa? Yes, I would say it's lucrative and there's also really low barriers of entry, but it won't be as with every other type of business. I think it's firstly your strategy Secondly, how you position yourself and the kind of structures that you put in place. Because there, for instance, agriculture, everyone says, you know, there's money there, there's money in this, there's money in that. But if you don't put in the right structures, you bleed whatever is coming in. Yeah. So you're reporting sales, but it's going into different or, or things are just not structured in a way that the business continues. It grows and it continues. So you have some people, they're cleaning companies all over the place. Firstly, they don't differentiate themselves. Mm. At least they haven't in the way that we have. And they don't properly understand the needs of the customer. And that's why you are selling to someone. Let's say this person earns just from a conversation. You can, you can have an idea of how much this person earns. Let's say you're earning 200,000 a month and you're telling me I have to pay 50K too. It doesn't work out. So if you understand your customer, you're able to tailor your products around the customer's needs. So that's it. It's, it's strategy, it's product, is you know, developing the right product and also putting the right systems and processes and structure to ensure that your business stays afloat and everything that's coming in stays in. Um, so would you say finance is critical to setting up a cleaning business in Nigeria? Yes, it is. First, you have to buy, you have to invest in equipment. Then you have to invest in getting yourself out there, creating a brand for yourself. That means you're spending on marketing and advertising. And you also need, you have, depending on the structure you have, if you have, if you want to open an office somewhere, in you or something and be that cleaning service, you also have, you need that financial backing. So it depends on how you're trying to enter the market. If you're thinking, okay, I just want to service my estate and that's it. It might not be that much. You just need, you know, a few buckets here and there 
and you're good, or you might use your customers' um, items. However, if you're actually doing it, if you're creating an organization and you're trying to build something that can scale and can, you know, you're, you're, if you're looking at, I'm servicing Lagos now, but in the next three years, I'm going to be nationwide. Then you need to get your finances in order. You need to get your projections in order. So what would you say is your advice to up and coming entrepreneurs really before they start their business? I would say first, um, do a lot of research. That's the most important thing. That sets the foundation for, for everything that you do going from there. Two, be ambitious and also be tenacious, especially if you're in Lagos. <laughs> be ready. I mean, be tough. It's hard. It's really, really hard. It's the first few months won't turn out the way you expected it to be. You'd have a lot of surprises, good and bad, but you have to, you have to be flexible one. You have to expect the worst and, you know, be happy when it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to, I would say, be empathetic first to your customers and then to your workers as well. When people understand that you understand their pain points, then they trust you more. You're able to build that trust. So work on these things. I would say don't take too long to, you know, take that leap. But also ensure that you have the right support system. This could be um, socially with your family and your friends. It could also be financially because you might have made so many projections that, you know, are sparkly and glittery and, you know, it's all green lights and it might not turn out. You need something to fall back on. So be realistic, dream big, but be realistic in your, in your projections and in your ambition as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for Tony for your time. Um, I wish you all the very best with your business and um, we hope to hear more news from you.